0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poppy and Holman Sports Lab. I am Poppy. And I am Holman. On this podcast, we'll be discussing sports and whatever else just comes to mind.
1: Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all being here, and we hope you're ready to have a good time with us. Let's get it. What's up, Holman? How you doing? I'm doing good, other than my burnt knees. Oh, come on, you're fine. I'm, I'm. Look, I'm in this. I'm in the same boat as you are. Not as bad. That's true. You got yourself a nice little base tan. Yeah,
0: that's what. Uh, that's what vacationing in Saint Martin and Saint Thomas will do for you. And then you get on a plane to South Carolina. You lay on the beach for two days, and then you, uh, you can withstand anything when you go sit in uh, Orioles Park and Camden Yards, with the UV index is probably about a hundred and two.
1: Maybe I don't know, but uh, dude, South Carolina was beautiful, man. It was nice. Oh, yeah, so nice. Yeah. Um. First
0: off, I gotta sh- I gotta give us I gotta give a little shout out to uh, Thomas. Tommy, Be- beach, <laughs> beach cowboy, fucking cowboy.
1: What's up, buddy? And uh, all and a big thank you to Danielle as well for putting up for us, putting up with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you for being patient with us. Yeah,
0: she made a very wise decision not to come out with us. Yes. Very wise decision. Very wise. Especially the second to last night we were there. Yes. That, that was a disaster. That might have been her best decision ever. Even though she almost ran us into the back of a Buick.
2: <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We're okay. Yeah. But did you die? Uh, no, I didn't. Die. No, we didn't die, but
1: we almost did. <laughs> but did you die? No. Dude, but uh, t- correct me if I'm wrong here. The water was already warmer there than it'll be in Ocean City the entire season.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. I know um, first day we were there, there was some chop. Yeah. Chop your credit card in half. How about that? <laughs> there was uh, w- Waves were pretty rough the, 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 sec- the first day we were out there on the beach. I, uh, I had a lot of fun, though. I impressed you and TJ both with my
1: athletic ability in the water. Yeah, we were sitting there on the beach, and you, you dove under the wave, and TJ was like, have you ever seen him do something so athletic in your life? I'm like, I honestly don't know. I was like, you give me six months, I could turn him into an all-pro left guard. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm real nimble out in that water. I, you give me six months, I'm turning you into an all-pro left guard. I'm going to need more than just you to train me. No, I'm all you need. Let's call Marshall Yanda. What do you think he's doing? Uh, Probably biking. Biking? Yeah, wasn't there a picture of him like two months after retirement? He lost the shit ton of weight, which is biking. It's it's also probably because he wasn't eating like an offensive lineman either. (sighs) Yeah, that's probably true. Mm. They all lose a ton of weight when they retire, right? I mean, I mean, you saw Joe Tom. Joe Thomas looked bulimic. Yeah. So did Andrew Luck. So did Andrew Luck. Holy cow! Yeah, Andrew
0: Luck like, looked like he looked like he just got off a three month binger of smack. Kind of. I hope he was. <laughs> I don't hope he was, but he cool. looked he looked like it genuinely. It'd be
1: cool for the sport.
0: Okay. <laughs> Bitch, South Carolina changed you, man. What the hell, dude? Look at these homies. Dude, that guy was a trip. All right, so we were, so this is the first day we were there. We walk into this, like, little little pier bar. It's a pretty cool little place. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a very nice place. The bartender was a, was
1: a dude, too. Yeah. He was a guy.
0: Yeah, he, he knew about basketball. He was, he was politicking with us about basketball a little bit. And, yeah. And uh, it was nice. But we walked into this place, and there was, the, there was this, these two couples sitting immediately as you come into the bar. The girls were on one side, guys were on the other. Well, the dude at the end, like, looked over us. No, as we were walking by, he goes, look at these homies. That's right. Yeah, as we were walking by, he goes, look at these homies. And then we sit down, and he looks over us again, and he's like, what's up, motherfuckers? we're like, what? Just wait, wait, what? Wait a minute. I haven't even ordered a beer yet, and you're already calling me a motherfucker? Yeah, what's up, motherfuckers? I'm like, what did you just say to me? but dude was three shades of the wind. Oh dude, he was lit. Yeah, he was pretty drunk, so
1: I gave him a pass. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really care. Like I thought about it, I'm like, the "Fuck did you just say." And then I'm like, eh, whatever." Yeah. And also, while we were down there, I, like
0: like I thank I thank you to everybody who uh who didn't text us while we were on vacation asking where the hell their podcast is at. That's a shot at Andrew. <laughs> That's a shot at Andrew because we we said very clearly in the last episode before we left that we weren't recording last week. The, the name of the episode was Pre-Vacation Debauchery. Exactly. All of you knew we weren't recording. He had the audacity to still text me and hey, bitch, where's my podcast? <laughs> and then when I told him that we weren't recording because we're on vacation, he said we're both fired. It's a good thing he's not in charge.
1: So guess what? It's Brittany, bitch. And we are back. <laughs> and we are back. Can we take a second to acknowledge that uh we live in a simulation and the NPCs down in South Carolina proved it. Oh my gosh.
0: That was hysterical. I didn't pay attention to this cuz I was all so I forgot a belt. Yes you did. I bitched about it for two straight days. Yes you did. Till I till I found one at Marshall. Shout out Marshall sponsor us. Sponsor us. Um but yeah. So uh, I was too preoccupied with making sure my shorts didn't fall down in the middle of downtown Charleston. But apparently, oh, God. these two broads...
1: It was a group of three walking out of a store
0: right in front of us. Okay, it was, it, was a, it was a group of three girls walking out of a store right in front of us. Well, one chick said that if she takes off her bra, her titties are going to fall down to her belly button.
2: Roll down to her belly button. Not fall. Roll. And I'll tell you, she, she couldn't have been older than me. And I'm 24. Should have called her out on it. I should have said, well, show us. (laughs) No, they won't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't.
0: No, you didn't. (laughs) We have three judges right here who will be able to tell you if they reach your belly button or not. Trust me. I'll pull out a measuring stick. I'll measure. (laughs) Two inches at a time. Two inches at a time, man.
1: Trust me. (laughs) I'll be very, very precise. (laughs) I'll be very precise. So, like, this happened, and TJ and I's immediate thought was... Is this a GTA 5 NPC? Like, dude, immediate thought. You started saying something, and I looked back at you. I was like, Poppy, I'm gonna be real honest with you. i was still unpacking what she fucking said. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even
0: hear it. I was so preoccupied with. Was- Making sure I didn't show all of Charleston my ass. So there was home
1: girl whose titties rolled down to her belly button. Yep, there was the dude who freaked out about the shoes being machine washable. <laughs> and then there was the dude that was walking through the market that said, yeah, I had had my liver pumped. And I'm <laughs> oh, like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm telling you. Charleston, it's, it's a beautiful place, but there's got to be some characters down there.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, There, there has to be. Whew. But hey, we're home now. We made it back. Safe and sound. Yep.
0: Safe and sound. Um, I think I spent something like $130 on Uber alone. That was only for three Ubers, too. <laughs> it was. Uh, it, and two of them weren't even worth it.
2: One was because it got us back to the house. But one the other one wasn't.
1: And one was to the airport. Yes. But to be fair, if we didn't take the first Uber two stars... That's a good point. We wouldn't have needed the second Uber back.
0: I thought I was going to get lucky. I was meeting some chick at a bar that I matched with. And like 10 minutes later, she left.
1: And then you proceeded to get drunk at the bar mm-hmm. and got the phone number of a boat dealer in Florida.
0: Yes, sir. Sure did. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what his name is. I couldn't tell you either, but yeah, I, 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 got, I got the dude's phone number. So if any of y'all need a boat, send me a DM, DM, I'll send you the guy's number. He'll be confused as hell. Cause he was pretty drunk too. Yeah.
1: The, uh, the DJ there did play a mix of juvenile and Adele. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty solid mix. Rolling in the deep with back that ass up. That was a
0: mix. Could you imagine trying to like merge those two songs together? He did. Oh, I didn't even pay attention to that.
1: Yeah, dude. Props, my man. I heard uh, I heard Juvenile start coming on. I'm like, oh shit, I may shake my ass. And then I heard Rolling in the Deep start playing. I'm like, what? Was it a good transition? At least? No, it was. It was all.
2: It was one. It was two. Th- those two songs as one. Uh, we're playing
1: together. Yes. Oh, I don't remember that. Name was Jazzy. Yeah, I don't remember that. It's pretty cool. I didn't know I needed that, needed that mix in my life until I had it.
2: Well, hey, we're back now. We're back
1: now. Why don't we get into it? Finally. Let's get the people what they've been waiting for. I feel like everybody wanted the recap of the vacation. <sighs> I, don't know, I don't know if anything else stupid happened. We all got
2: new nicknames. <laughs> we did. I don't know if they're worth getting into or not. Well, we already said one. Well, that's 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 that one
0: actually has a good reason of why like of why he has that nickname now. So do the other do.
2: Dude, you name me Spanky for no good damn reason. Yeah, there's a reason. Well,
1: use your imagination there, losers. <laughs> Use your imagination. So it was the adventures of Poopy, Spanky, and Cowboy.
0: And you already know TJ, TJ is Cowboy, I'm Spanky, so that makes my man Holman here, Poopy. Welcome to the Poopy and Spanky <laughs> Sports <laughs> Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Poopy and Spanky Sports Lab.
1: I'm Spanky. I'm Poopy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, jeez. We're like the simulation now. We're, we are the NPCs of GTA
1: Five. Hi, I am Poopy. <laughs> I cannot assist you with anything.
2: <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, that was fun.
0: Oh man. But you. Know, but so another thing, we we had, we listened to like a really really weird mix of music. It ranged all the way from D Day, the new Dream mixtape, to Zach Brown band to Lionel Richie. Say something about it. Say something about it, man. (laughs) I'm telling you, I enjoyed every single second of it. It
1: was some good-ass music. Then we got all the way to, uh, we got all the way over to, like, freaking Beastie Boys. Yeah, Beastie Boys and Limp Biscuit, And then came back around to Rick Ross. Yep. Circle
2: of Life. That's just the adventures of Poopy, Spanky,
1: and Cowboy. That's all it is, man. That's all it is. Oh, man, welcome to the jungle. And uh, speaking of sunburn, we na,
0: na, 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 na.
1: <laughs> I love that. Uh, we got a little sunburn yesterday. Uh, shout out to Tyler and Chris. Chris, does, Chris doesn't even know we have a damn podcast. I've told him twelve times. Yeah, he hasn't listened.
0: Well, That's fine. I mean, it took he, his brother three months to listen. Well, and now and now he badgers me every time I don't put out a damn episode <laughs> to his to his
1: liking. Um, so that we made our way down to shit. Oriole Park at Camden Yard. And uh, watch my dog, Yeah, Santander, hit a little walk-off three-run shot in the bottom of the ninth. Yes, sir. His first career walk-off home run, too. Dude, he is the only reason. So, playing MLB The Show, I always got drafted to the Orioles, and if I did not hit a home run and score myself, he was the only reason I scored. Right. So like you, we've been on playing it plenty of times, and you've heard heard me say Anthony Santander, my dog. Yep, yeah, I've I've I've, I've heard that
0: enough times, and uh, you know I was I was I was really really disappointed because the, the Orioles blew the lead in the ninth. It was, yeah, a, it was it was a one run lead. It's not entirely difficult to score one run in baseball. Yeah, you you you, ca- you catch one ball and send it out the left field and twenty nine of the thirty MLB parks, you're hitting a home run. True, um, but. They made it up. Three-run shot. Orioles won. We're, the Orioles are also the only team in baseball that have beaten the Yankees by three runs this season. And, and we've they've, done it twice. And they've done it twice. The Yankees have lost ten games. Yeah. Orioles are the only, teams to, only team to beat them by ten runs plus twice. Three runs. You said ten runs. I did, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I just realized. But I don't think we've scored ten runs in a game yet this season. And we got I, nine yesterday. We did get nine. <laughs> yeah, that may, be, uh, that may be the season high so far. I'm
1: about, I'm about to check right now. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, there's been a lot of controversy around Oriole Park at Camden Yards and the new left field wall that has been built. So for most of you guys, we have not scored 10 runs yet this year. Well, we got nine yesterday, so close. Um, they had, most of, most of our fans are probably Orioles fans, I would imagine, but for those of you that are not, um, they did move the left field wall back and made it taller. Um, it is a pretty significant number. I do it's not, our own
0: little big green monster.
1: Yes, I do not remember the dimensions of how far they pushed it back and how much taller they made it, um, but it was pretty significant enough for Aaron Boone <clears throat> the skip for the New York Yankees to bitch about it and say it's build your own ballpark. <sighs> um,
0: yeah. So he's just salty, man. That's all he is. Um, I'm actually pulling up the dimensions now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I said it. I've said it multiple times yesterday. I started yelling, "Build your own ballpark." because um, he came out of the dugout and started arguing with the umpire, and we're all sitting in the stands like, what is happening? What is he arguing right He was
0: now? arguing balls and strikes. I saw it earlier today, because Anthony Rezzo got tossed. <laughs> he, got t- he got tossed out of the game for the way he was calling balls and strikes. Anthony Rezzo came out and said, he's like, I have nothing but respect for MLB umpires. But he, ca- he, caught, a- he caught a bad strike against Stanton, and then followed it up with a pitch was in the same exact spot, and he caught it a strike again. And he started tripping at of from the dugout, and he tossed him.
1: And then I guess Aaron Boone came out came out to defend him. Yes. And then I yelled, "It's Billy Graham Ballpark." Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not gonna take it
2: back. Aaron Boone, just stop bitching. You're fine. Number of seats removed for the new wall, including the orange seat, for Cal
0: Ripken's 278th career home run. One thousand seats. Holy shit! They took out. Yeah. Dang. Yep. So, the dimensions were, it was um,
2: 333 from the foul pole to home, um, and, duh, 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 and it was 376 to
0: the dugout. Both of those numbers are, ch- un- ch- are unchanged. I want to know what the original one
1: was. Yeah, they didn't move the foul pole at all. It was they kind of
0: okay. So um, they pushed it back about thirty feet. Okay, about thirty feet. So it was so from three thirty three to three seventy six. That was just a straight line. Left field was three seventy six. It was so they pushed it back about thirty feet to three eighty four. At its longest, now it's three ninety eight. That's almost dead center field in a lot of ballparks. Yeah, I'm just putting it out there. Oh well, the, yeah. Those those are dimensions. I mean, if you have a problem with with, with a team. Changing the way their ballpark is designed in order to limit the amount of home runs that are hit? Too fucking bad. The Orioles own that stadium for a reason. They can do whatever they want. There's no there's no law that says you have to have a stadium's wall at a certain length.
1: Hey, Aaron, every team builds their own ballpark, you stupid shit. Right. Build your own ballpark. What are we supposed to do? That's what your fucking franchise did too.
0: Yeah. Twice. Twice. You simple fuck. Yeah, it's like it's like it's not our
1: fault that we decided to move back. Um Why don't you move yours up then, Aaron? If you're so worried about your fucking home runs, move yours in. Right. Stop bitching. Shut the fuck up.
2: Maybe win a World Series. Right. Oh. You can't. Yeah, I mean, I don't like the Yankees. Well, neither do I.
0: The big thing is that the Orioles are the Orioles have such a problem with pitching. There's always a huge premium premium with pitching in, in the bigs that, um, you know, we have to do, we have to do something in order to a attract notable free agents in order to come to Baltimore to come pitch. Yeah, it was a hitter's ballpark. Oh, for sure, it was a hitter's ballpark, dude. Since Camden Yards has been open, no no ballpark anywhere has had more home runs hit in their ballpark than Kevin Yards. Yeah. None of them. Dude, we had a year we had five different Orioles hit 30-plus. Yeah. Like, that's crazy.
1: I don't hear the Yankees bitching about how big uh, the field out is in uh, San Francisco or Dodgers. Right. Like they, like, they both have massive,
0: massive. Massive stadiums. Massive stadiums, huge outfields. Yes. And they're, I know, L.A., you can't fucking hit a home run with all that smog. No. Yeah. Can't no it. way. Get caught, gets caught up in there. I mean, San Francisco—it's head a mess. I mean, there's moisture in the ball, but then again, at the same time, I mean, you always have—you always have—and then you always have wind blowing in from
1: from the water. So Astros have a deep fucking center field. That they do. They used to have a little hill out in center field. I wish. I wish they still had that. Yeah. I mean, probably too many torn ACLs. Yeah, you're
0: probably right. Um, but, look, like, if you have such a big problem with the Orioles moving the wall back, I I, I kind of like it. It's growing on me. Don't they have a really short porch out in right field, too? And left. They have short porches in left and right.
1: Yeah, stop bitching about it. Right.
0: It's all about the way... Dude, no, nobody complains about how tall the monster is out in Fenway. No. Then again, the monster is also 328 feet from home plate. But, yeah. But you also have to hit it, like, 600 yards
1: in the air in order, to, in order to clear the monster. But my thing is, like, why are you bitching when you have Juan Carlos Stanton... You have Aaron Judge, you have Joey Gallo, you have Josh Donaldson, and you have Anthony Rizzo on your team. You have five of four of the five, uh, maybe not Anthony Rizzo, but I mean, he can, he can smack a ball. Yeah, he can still rake for sure. But like, you got four or five of like the biggest sluggers in the league. Right. The fuck are you bitching about? Mm-mm. I think this is the most I've ever cussed on the show.
0: Yeah, you're fired up for no good reason. Dude, I can't stand the Yankees. Dude, it's okay. We won yesterday. What does it matter?
1: We did. I still can't stand them.
0: Well, I can't stand them either. We'll say this, though. Dude, they're the most dominant team in baseball. Most dominant, like, it, like it's not close. Second best team in the league, okay, is the Dodgers. I didn't realize it was this, actually this close. The Dodgers are 25-12. and 12, The Yankees are 28-10. and 10. So, I don't know. Personally, the Yankees right now are my pick for the World Series.
1: They're not. They're not mine. No? Who no. Who would you be your pick for the World Series? Um, like if, like if, if you had to pick a team right now, who who would you say? I don't even know what the standings look like, to be honest with you. I could probably pull it up real you quick. Do you want me to run it down for you real quick? Nah, be I right. have it up. I just need to look at it. It's one of those things where I need to look at it. Gotcha. I mean, I mean, the Yankees are playing really good. Um,
0: They're plus 72 with a run differential this year so far. Um, That's the highest in the bigs. Uh, next. Cl- uh, never mind. It's the second highest behind the Dodgers. The Dodgers are plus eighty three. Yeah. I mean, the Dodgers have they have a lot of firepower on their team also. So I mean, I mean, those two teams they could be on a collision course course to go ahead and play um, for the World Series. But another team you really got to watch out for, um, San Diego. Yes. They're playing really good without Tatis right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, the odds-on favorite for the NL MVP is Baltimore product Manny Machado. That's my guy. According to Caesars, he's about he's he's going out he's going off at about five fifty to win that NL MVP right now.
1: Uh, if I had to pick a team right now, I, I probably would go with the Dodgers. Okay. Um, I mean they they are a very very loaded roster over there. They're always in contention. The only difference is between them and New York is the Dodgers actually win in the postseason. That too.
0: Late, I mean, lately the Yankees really haven't done a whole lot. And, they get
1: there and shit the bed.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I I think the biggest thing for the Yankees is. Well, I will say this: if not for the Astros cheating, they would have played in the World Series. They would have. I will give you that. I will say that I think the AL is better than the NL. I would agree. I mean, the AL or the NL is very, very top heavy. You have about three teams, maybe four, that are your, that are your top top dogs that nobody that nobody's messing with. Yep. You got the Mets, the Dodgers, the Padres, and the Giants. Three of those teams play in one division. Yep.
1: And I mean, honestly, the Brewers are a game and a half off of the uh, off of the Dodgers too. They're twenty four and fourteen, right? So I mean, there's about five teams that you
0: could really make a case for out out west, out out in the east, or
1: out west in the NL.
0: NL, yeah. I'm sorry, I was staring. I was staring at the West, and that's why I just said it, NL, <laughs> or I, I said the West. I mean, in the American League, you have the Yankees, you have the Rays. Toronto could go on a run later in the season. Minnesota's very good. Chicago's a deep team. Houston's good, and the Angels, of course, they have Mike Trout, Otani, Rendon. Yeah, um, that Carlos Rendon, he's a he's a killer
1: man. That's I'm enough. <laughs>
0: yeah, sorry. I just, to, I just had to. Did
1: you send an email?
2: <laughs>
1: no, sounded like it. Shoop. Sounds <laughs> like you just sent an email. Is that what an email sounds like? I don't know, I guess. And I, I, haven't,
0: I haven't sent an email in so damn long. I have
1: to send some work sometimes. Do you? Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. That sucks. It does. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going Dodgers over Yankees.
0: Okay. I mean, th- look, there's, there's see, no wrong
1: choice. There, there's really not. Unless you pick, like, maybe the Cincinnati Reds, <laughs> then, then, then you would be wrong. Cincinnati Reds
0: are by far the worst team in the baseball. They're the only—so the Cincinnati Reds are right now the only team in the, in the bigs that have a sub-300 winning percentage. They awesome. are they are
1: eleven and twenty six. Also, you you know that I'm not looking at anything MLB right now, and I just said the Reds. Right. Well, also on the last episode, I I did tell you that the
0: Cincinnati Bengals have won more games this year alone than the Reds have. That's that fair. Was, that was two weeks ago. Yeah, I did not remember that. But the I... the Reds have been having some success as of late. Over the last ten, they're actually seven and three. So, could we be seeing a turnaround here for the Reds? No. I doubt it.
2: But you know what? The, a blind squirrel's bright, twice a day. A broken clock finds a nut every once in a while. That'll do it for us this week. Um,
1: <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> we're gonna go.
0: We're gonna. We're gonna go lay on some more sauce, baby. We're going back to the bar. We're going
2: streaking.
1: We're gonna pray for them, no.
2: We're going now through the quad. You never seen Old School? Uh not that I recall. You're my boy Blue. <laughs> we
0: saw him on the plane. Oh, we did see Blue from Old School on the plane. <laughs> that was a scary bastard, man. You
2: know who else is Blue? How many guesses do I get? Uh two. <laughs> Shit. I have no clue where we're, where you're going with this. The lottery winner, the magic. Yes.
0: That was not where you were going with it. You were just you were just waiting to see what I would say, then, and then <laughs> roll from there.
1: I was going to talk about Golden State, um, but yeah the uh, the lottery um, results came in for the NBA. Mm-hmm. Do you have that pulled up, or do I need to pull it up? Uh, I can pull it up. It's not a
0: problem. I do not have that up. Probably I mean, should have been a you. little bit more prepared, but it is what it is. Maybe. Oh, also, apparently, Jake Cole is playing pro basketball in Canada. Oh, what is happening? I couldn't tell you. Um, Hold on, this is a lot more important. Let's see. J. Cole to play in Canadian Elite Basketball League this season.
2: In Scarborough, Ontario. That's kind of cool. Um
1: uh, It would help if ESPN had something up that like you could actually, you know,
2: look at that had
3: the draft results.
2: Yeah. Or the lottery results. Um
1: I do know that the, um, like you said, the Magic do have the number one pick.
0: Yeah, they got, uh, they
2: got. I, I don't know what the odds were for them to win. I gotta find it. What the hell is this thing?
1: Dude, it's just straight up not on ESPN. Right, like how, like how dumb is this? I found it on ESPN here, or CBS, I'm sorry. Okay, run it down for me. Um, So, the lottery results. The Orlando Magic have the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. The Oklahoma City Thunder have number two. Houston Rockets, three. Sacramento Kings, four. Detroit Pistons, five. Portland, or uh, good lord. Indiana Pacers, six. Portland Trailblazers, <laughs> seven. The Lakers won the eighth pick, but have to give it up to the Pelicans for the Anthony Davis trade. Yep. The Spurs have the ninth pick, Wizards have ten, Knicks have eleven, the Clippers won the twelfth pick but have to give it to the Thunder. Yep, that's a part of the uh, Paul George trade. It's part of the Paul George trade. Um, the Hornets have the thirteenth pick, and the Cleveland Cavaliers have the fourteenth pick.
0: Yeah, so I think the big winner out of the lottery has got to be the Thunder for sure, because yeah. you, because you so. I I think that pick for Paul George, I think it may have just been top 3 protected. What Maybe. that what that means? Bless you. you. Whenever whenever I I don't know how often people pay attention to this, but whenever you whenever you see draft picks in the NBA saying such and such protected. So in the case of this pick, it was top 3 protected. So if that so if the if the Clippers miraculously managed to win the NBA lottery, of course that would fall within the top 3 picks. If that happens, they retain that pick. They keep that pick and then the pick the following year goes to goes to the Thunder regardless of what happens. Yep. They could be the worst team in the league, they could win the lottery. Well, guess what? Since your pick last year was protected by the lottery, this year's pick is not. So, you lose the number 1 overall pick. Yep. To the to the team you traded to. So, so, like lottery, lottery protected. Um, you can do it. Top five, top three. I believe. You, I, I be- think top ten. You're probably correct. Um, you you can you can do all those different protections for the picks. Um, Maybe it's three five eight something like that. Three five ten lottery something something, something or, like that something or another. Um, but you can you can do all those protections in order in order to hopefully retain your pick. Just knowing that you would have to give up that pick next year. Yeah. So just just a little bit of whenever you guys see trades in the NBA from now on and it says protected that's what that means yeah um but yeah the, the thunder are really a big winner i think i said this i said this a little while back the thunder are a team that you really have to watch out for they have a lot of young talent on the team they're they're acquiring they're acquiring talent acquiring picks people were laughing at the celtics when they sucked too So they started getting young players they mm-hmm. started getting draft picks and they started hitting on those draft picks they hit on last year's with uh, with Giddy. They have a good player already when uh, Gildas Alexander. Yep. They got uh, Basley. Like once Dort. They got a lot. They got a lot of good guys in that team. So that's a team you really gotta gotta watch out for. And I think about to add Paolo Bonchero. It's either gonna be Paolo or it might be Jabari Smith from Auburn. I don't really know who it's going to be. Um, I've seen I've seen a lot of people are are concerned about the quickness that Paolo shows. Um, they're worried that um. He don't know if they—they they don't know if he'll get adjusted to NBA game speed immediately, which if you're if you're taking somebody number two overall, you you're expecting immediate impact. It's, yeah. It's especially it's like especially in basketball, um, you're expecting immediate impact for the team. I think it's going to end up being Jabari Smith from from Auburn. I think Chet Holmgren, who is a lot of people are comparing to Kevin Durant based on his size, based on his skill. I think he slam dunked to be the number one pick. I think he has been since he committed to Gonzaga. Yeah. Um. So 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 the Magic are about to get a great player. He also has a good relationship with Jalen Suggs, mm-hmm. the number four overall pick last year. Yeah. So they have the Gonzaga connection. They could. They 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 could make things just explode
1: down there. They do have Cole Anthony down there as well. They
0: have Cole Anthony. They got um,
2: not Franz Wagner. What's it, his younger brother, they drafted him last year as well.
3: Mm.
0: He was a front runner for rookie of the year, majority of the year, and he ended, and he was on the all rookie first team. So that so that's another team. They have a lot of good players down there as well. Um, one thing that people are concerned about as far as Chet Holmgren goes, they don't know if he's going to be able to hold up defensively because he's a very very skinny frame, just like Kevin Durant. But uh, last year he averaged three point seven blocks per game, playing against some playing against. Uh, Pacific Conference, where, where Gonzaga plays. They, they're not very known for a lot of good basketball. They got a lot of big bodies up there, and he yelled his own. Mm-hmm. 3.7 blocks the game. That's nothing to slouch at. No, it's damn good. So I think he'll be the number one pick. That's just me. That's not what we're talking about, but I just wanted to go ahead and just provide my insight on that. I think Paolo will be the number three pick overall, though. Okay. I, I hope, like, he's not, making, he's not making a pass three. Is he 2? No. 1? No. 3? Yes. Well, the the Rockets will be ecstatic if they get him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, any, any of these guys, any other year, I think they can go number one. If Chet Holmgren's not in this draft, Jabari goes one, Paolo goes two. There's a little bit more of a conversation as far as who is number, the number one pick. But I think we'll end up being Jabari. Um, if Jabari and Chet are not in this draft, Paolo's number one. Slam dunk, not a question. Yeah. But it's it's, it, it's so top-heavy which a lot of people knew it was going to be, especially with Chet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's my insight into the draft. I'll do a little bit more research and provide some more insight as we get a little closer to the draft.
1: But, yeah, we'll, we'll obviously probably do our little NBA mock draft. I love mock yep. drafts. Yep, absolutely. I love it when, uh, NFL, when the NFL came around, and I'm going to love it when the NBA comes around. Yeah, NBA's a little different.
0: NFL is seven rounds. With with, with NBA this year, there's only 59 picks because one team had to surrender a second-round pick. Portland? I don't think it was... P- Miami. I think it was... Sh- it's either Chicago or Miami. I think it's Chicago. Uh, it might be. I know it was a part of the whole tampering thing between Lonzo and uh, Kyle Lowry. Yeah. I, th- I think it's Chicago.
2: It cause, probably Because Kyle Lowry was signing trade. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, it was, it's Chicago. It's right of the second. Um, but, yeah.
1: I went in depth there. You really did. <laughs> I've been doing research, man. <laughs> so, uh, the Lakers are... Uh... Putting a in on a uh, on a potential coach there. Who uh, who do we got as candidates over there? Give
0: me one second. I gotta find it.
1: Oh, you little Sam Squanch. Uh, Terry Stotts. I know he's one of them. Okay.
0: Here it is. Terry Stotts is the head coach of X. He's the ex head coach of the Blazers. Yep. Um, Milwaukee assistant Darvin Ham. That's a name. Yeah, he's um, he is the number two to Mike Budenholzer. Um, they're also considering Kenny Atkinson uh, from the Warriors, an assistant. The assistant from Toronto, Adrian Griffin. And uh, Mark Jackson, uh, former coach of the Warriors. Mm-hmm. He's also in contention for possibly that job. Um, I think Terry Stotts would be a really, really good guy for them. Yeah. Um, that's just me personally. He's been there before. He was a coach up in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't really have a whole lot of success up there, but the West was so loaded at the time. And Damian Lillard can only do so much by himself, so
1: maybe he'll help bring Dame down. I don't know.
2: Maybe they need that. They need that. They gotta. They gotta dump that bomb, Westbrook, and just keep it pushing, man. I agree. Um, but yeah, those are, those are the finalists for the Lakers' job. Um,
0: I don't think they have a time frame on when they're going to be announcing it, but they got Um, plenty of time they got plenty of time man draft hasn't even started yet we still got NBA we still got playoff basketball going
1: on so um so yeah they are asking uh coaches during the interviews like what would you do with Russell Westbrook trying to get an idea of uh of what the hell to do with him
0: so my question is so so if so I'm let just, just Humor me for a moment. I'm Genie Buss mm-hmm. and Rob Palenka. Okay. What would you do with Russell Westbrook if you're a head coaching candidate? Like what, what would be what would be your recommendation for us to do with mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook?
1: Well, I think you obviously have to look at the production and um how he fits into the locker room. Is he is he cluing this locker room together? Is he helping to shape it or is he dismantling it? Um it's pretty obvious that he's dismantling it. Based based on things that we've seen and heard, I, I I would agree with that. Based off his comments, um, at the end of last season, when he literally said, um, that Anthony Davis, and LeBron James are fake and didn't really have his back, and it was only for the it was only for the public. I mean, when you when you come out and, and just completely bash one of your best friends, and are two superstars, when healthy, I think the two best players in the league. One for sure, maybe not the other one now, but do we have two of the top five NBA players in the league? and you come out and bash them, you're clearly not good for the locker room. So, A, you're not producing. B, you're not willing to come off the bench. C, you're not willing to take a pay cut or restructure your contract. And C, you're really bad for the locker room and the morale. You said C twice. (laughs) C, C (laughs) C2. C squared. (laughs) I just don't like D. And that'll be all for this week. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even be mad at that one. That was kind of slick. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'll give you that one. <laughs> um when, I mean he's got he's got four reasons for me not to like him. Right. So I think the best thing to do is to shop him out. Okay. See what's out there. See what you can get. You're gonna have to bring one another bad contract. You're gonna have to. It's, it's out there, you're gonna have to bring it on. You cannot get rid of his atrocious contract without bringing on another bad one.
0: I think Russell Westbrook's a little bit too proud to be bought out now at this point, too. Yeah. I think
2: he's still good enough to give production to a team who needs it. Yeah. With that said, I don't think he's
0: at a point now where he's going to be willing to be bought out to go try and chase a ring.
1: No. I don't know what that other bad contract looks like. I, I do. I don't know whose it is. I do. Who? John Wall? John Wall. There
0: you go. They can, do it, they can do a straight straight swap. John Wall has no problem coming off the bench. $47 million for one player coming off the bench is a lot. It's a ton. John Wall is, John Wall is actually about to make the third most money this coming season. And the dude has played 30 games in two
2: years. Yeah. That's bad, it's it's bad. In one hundred and seventy two games, it, it or one hundred seventy four. I'm sorry, now your math still off. One
1: sixty four. Yeah, that's that's it. the number. Yeah. I, I don't know, know how, why I was at, thinking eighty six
2: out of a possible
0: out of a possible one hundred sixty four games. That's eighty two games a year. John Wall has played about thirty, and he's raked in probably just as many. He's he's dude. If you really break it down, he's probably making a million a game. Yeah. He's he's really not because there's 82 games. Just he's making 47 million dollars. But dude, five hundred thousand dollars a game. Yeah.
2: How do I get that money? Yeah. Right. What do I have to do?
1: You gotta go to. Uh, you gotta go to fucking Kentucky and get your own dance.
0: I will say something about John Wall when he when he was at his peak for the Wizards,
1: dude. Hey,
0: the, he was a baller. Those Wizards teams were very very good. They were scary. Very good, man. The only thing is, is that we had no bench depth. So once. Wall, Beal, Porter, um, Markeith, and Marchand were all off the court. They were just, like, stagnant.
1: I don't know what to do with my hands.
0: Yeah, really, I don't know what to do with my hands. What do I do, coach? But, I mean, like, like, if you trade Russell Westbrook to Houston, A, he goes back to a spot where he had some success. I think the people in Houston liked him. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Well, they shipped him out for somebody who hadn't played in two years, so they probably didn't like him. But then again, at the same time, at least he would give you some production alongside that young team. But the only downfall to that is that if you trade for Russell Westbrook, you got to know that nobody else is touching the ball. Yep. And, and the boy they had down there that they drafted number two, Jalen Green, he's, mm-hmm. a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a killer, man. Yeah, he's a dog.
1: you got to give him the ball. That's what I'm saying. So there's a lot of teams that are going to look at you and be like, "Well, what's in it for me? Why am I taking Westbrook for you? Yeah, why why am I taking him
0: away from you?" So 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 really what what I feel like we're getting at here, if you're the, if you're the head coach and I ask and I ask you as the owner and GM of the team, I say to you, "Hey, what would you do with Russell Westbrook?" In so many words, your recommenda- your recommendation would be to trade him.
1: You have to trade him. Okay. Whether that's before the season starts, or by the trade deadline, Russell Westbrook cannot play the entire entire season on this team. If you want to compete, if winning a championship is what you are trying to do, which it's the Lakers, of course it is, you cannot have Russell Westbrook on your roster.
0: Hmm. Okay, I, I was, I didn't, I didn't know what you, what your thoughts about it would be. Um, I didn't know if you would try to mend the situation. It's, I, I don't think it's mendable. I think it's, I think it's gone. I think if anybody can get him to buy in. Get him, get him, and the rest of the team to buy in. If he if he was to stay, I think the only
2: person who can do that is Mark Jackson. Genuinely, I th- I think he would be the only one who could be able to save that situation. Maybe.
1: That's just my personal opinion. Or Phil Jackson, <laughs> or Phil Jackson. Maybe if D Wade came over and was the head coach,
0: that'll never happen.
1: It won't happen.
0: But as long as lo- as long as his, uh, as long as his son is. Could possibly go play in the NBA. I think he's
1: Yeah. He's away from the game. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think that I think that bridge is burnt. I think it's gone. I think it's done. Okay. You gotta you gotta get rid of him. You gotta ship him off. Fuck, I'd send him down to the G League and pay him forty fucking million down there. <sighs> Who cares? Who fucking cares?
0: Who fucking cares? We didn't listen to that before this week. We did not.
1: That's but okay. the moral of the story is Russell Westbrook's done. Okay. Gotcha. Well I'll tell you who's not done after a game last night, the Celtics, man. Celtics look good. They look really good when they have Al Horford and Marcus Smart on the court. I didn't
0: know Al Horford played.
1: Yes. Okay. That is uh, probably their two, I think statistically, their two best defenders right there. Al Horford and Marcus Smart. Mm, Statistically. Not talent, but statistically. I didn't really think about the Al Horford part. Yes. I I really did.
0: I haven't paid enough attention to him playing defense just because Marcus Smart is so damn dominant. And also, while I'm looking, I'm just looking at the top performers uh, that ESPN has given us here. Um, so, number one, I mean, people, I mean, Jimmy Butler still had an outstanding game. He still yes. almost scored 30. He had 29 points, six rebounds, three assists. That's a very, very good game. Um, Marcus Smart almost got a triple-double last night. He was, he was one rebound shot,
1: and he shackled the hell out of people all night long. Do you know uh, in game one, Jimmy Butler almost had a 40.5 for five? No, I did not. I didn't pay attention to the game. Yeah, he had uh, he had like four steals, three blocks, six assists, eight rebounds, and forty-one points. Can't beat that, man. Dude, almost had a forty-point five-for-five. You five. Really can't.
0: You you can't beat that at all. Also, I mean, a, like a big thing that um that they definitely missed when um. Well, geez, I forgot. I forgot about this guy too. Um, so I mean, like. You miss that perimeter de- perimeter defense that Marcus Smart gives you. Yes, he is so valuable on the outside. You just you like like it's it's ins- like you just miss it so much when he doesn't play. Um, you know what's crazy? Off the bench, did you know that Peyton Pritchard had a plus minus of plus thirty nine last night? Good for Peyton Pritchard. And Grant Williams had a plus minus of plus thirty seven. Good lord! Man. And Marcus Smart starting plus thirty one. That's insane. Marcus Smart last night had 24 points, 9 rebounds, 12 assists, 3 steals, 1 block, and 1 personal foul.
1: So it was just a clean game.
0: Clean game. One turnover. He shot 8 of 22, so he shot the hell out of the rock. 5 of 12 from 3. Um, but you know what? The Celtics got it done last night. The Celtics are, st- the Celtics are still
1: my pick to win the NBA championship. <sighs> They're definitely my pick to come out of the East now. Um, They match up very, very well. We were talking about this earlier with both Golden State and Dallas. Um, Oh, man. it's uh, I, I don't know. It's whatever it ends up being. Boston versus whoever. Because I think Boston does win this. Whether it's Dallas, whether it's Golden State, I don't know. We'll see. That get game two is tonight for Dallas and Golden State. Mm-hmm. I think either way, it's going to be a phenomenal series.
0: Yeah, I mean... I mean, this is the thing. I mean, he played very, very good defense, too. Very good defense. P.J. Tuck- Tucker in the starting lineup. I'm a huge fan of P.J. Tucker. Yeah. Set aside the fact that he is has, he has easily the best shoe game in the NBA. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, it, it's non-negotiable. It ain't even close. Non-negotiable. Like, like P.J. Tucker's PJ Tucker's number one. There's a gap in two and three. And number four, I couldn't tell you who number four is, but it really doesn't matter. It might be P.J. Tucker's left foot. P.J. Tucker played a basketball game in Rad Octobers. It might be P.J. Tucker walking into the stadium, <laughs> number it, four. It might be. Um, but, you know, P.J. Tucker is one of those guys who, you, who you'll never hear him complain about anything. Dude scored five points last night. What does he care? But he's a good defender. Yeah. Same with Bam. Same with Jimmy Butler. You have very, very good defenders in that starting lineup. And then to turn it around, you also have... I'm shaking the hell out of this table. I don't know if that's bothering you or not with my forearm. I I mean, you I mean, you have Tyler Hero, Victor Oladipo, and and Duncan Robinson all coming in off the bench. Those are your shooters. Let
2: them go ahead and do their thing. And they have an injured Kyle Lowry. Oh, I forgot about Kyle Lowry. Yep, he's injured. Yeah. I don't know if he plays the series, though. I don't
0: know what his injury is. I think if he comes back, I think he comes back for the finals. If he comes back at all. But... I mean, that that production that they're missing um, is definitely coming from those shooters on the bench. Those three guys that I just mentioned, Tyler Hero, Oladipo, Duncan Robinson, went a combined 1 of 12 from 3 last night. Oh my lord. 1 of 12 from 3. Victor Oladipo had 14 points. He was the leader out of the three of those guys that I mentioned. Um, They all played significant minutes. Oladipo played 26, Hero 24, and Duncan Robinson played 14. He went
2: nine of tel- nine of ten from the stripe. He only had fourteen points. So, outside outside of Jimmy
0: and Bam, who are your, who I would say are your probably two your two go to guys
2: there for Miami. And, like people just gotta step up, yeah. Because Boston has my my favorite player in the NBA.
0: I hate the Celtics hate the Celtics. I feel like I say it every week. I hate the Celtics. I love me some Jason Tatum. He's a hooper. I feel like I say that every week too. You also do. I like, I like Jason, Jason Tatum, stamp him. MVP next season. I'm calling it now. I'm making a lot of bold claims these last few weeks. You are. Jason Tatum, MVP right now. We're watching
2: him come into his own. He just won a gold medal on Team USA. Team USA. Not him. Dude's about to win an NBA championship. I truly believe that. And then I think next season, he's just. All he needs is just a taste at once. That's it. It was the same thing with Kobe. <laughs> when Kobe won his first ring, he went
0: on a. Like, of course, he had Shaq, so it made it 10 times fucking easier. But he went. Like, he just rolled the rest of his career. Not saying Jason Tatum's going to end up like Kobe Bryant. He's the closest thing we have to him. Mentality-wise, for sure. It's not Devin Booker. It's not Devin Booker. No. I told We had that conversation last week. Yeah. I told, I told you without a doubt, Jason Tatum, mentality-wise, he's the closest thing we have to Kobe Bryant. Can I be honest with you? Sure.
1: Devin Booker's a two. <sighs> he's not the guy. He is not the guy. He doesn't have the mentality. He doesn't have it. He's not the guy. Mm-mm. Their guy over there is Chris Paul, but he's too damn old to do anything about it. Proposal. Proposal. Okay. Let me hear No, don't marry me. Um,
2: dang it. If you are the Wizards, you call and say, straight up, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker. You're clearly getting a one at that point. Bradley Beal is an alpha dog. Yeah. If you're Phoenix, would you consider that? Because that's tough. That's very, very tough. Because they have a lot of faith in Devin Booker there.
0: They do. But I think Bradley Beal is better than Devin Booker. He can do more. He plays more defense. Like he's like he, he like he's mentally tough. Dude, the wizards suck. And he's, yeah. and he's, and he still gives us all every night on the floor. Yeah, you see Devin Booker give up.
1: You, you, dude, you do.
0: Dude, he fold he
1: folded in game seven. Yeah, oh, was terrible. I mean, the whole team was terrible, and he was terrible. I mean, it, well, he right.
0: I mean, it, it doesn't help the fact that, that Dallas started so
1: hot in that game. Yeah, we were sitting in the hotel watching them just get the brakes beat off of him. Shout out Red Roof Inn. Shout out Red Roof Inn, and the <laughs> random screams we heard every oh, dude, I 33 like, I, minutes. I felt like we were, in the, we were in the shining. It was terrifying. Um, but would you consider that trade?
2: You'd almost have to. If I was Phoenix,
1: I would need something else. I'm not talking like a first round pick or anything like that. I'd need something else. I don't know what that piece looks like. Ish Smith. You just really want to get rid of Ish Smith.
2: That's just a name I threw out there. <laughs> I because th- the wishes are going point guard in the first round. So yeah. I like that's a
0: foreground clue. <clears throat> unless um fuck what's his name. Unless that center from Memphis is there when we pick and then we'll then we'll take him. Mm. Point guard, point guard, and center is what we need. Maybe because we have we have a, we have we have Brad Kispert. Rui, Denny. Those
1: are our last, those last three picks, and then Bradley Beal. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would probably need a little bit more if I was Phoenix, sure. just just based off of accolades and, I don't know, like stuff like that. I mean, not that Devin Booker's done more than, um, I mean, maybe just relevancy. Hmm. Like, Devin Booker's a hotter name than Bradley Beal. I think it's only because Brad Beal was hurt this season. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's uh, Bradley Beal would be a good piece for him. I think Monty would love having that piece. Mm. Versatile, does everything. Versatile, does everything. Very good score. Yep. Um, like you said, can do everything that Devin Booker can do. Um, just doesn't have Kendall Jenner.
2: And that's it for this week. It's <laughs> <laughs> the third time we've said that. Um. Okay, well, if, if you're if you're
0: Washington, I say okay. I'll give you Devin Booker and Alfred Payton if you send me
2: Bradley Beal and Rui.
1: If I was the Wizards, I wouldn't want that.
3: Okay, just throwing that
0: out
1: there. Just throwing it out there. I pre like if I was the if I was the Suns, I'd be over the moon. And be like, yeah, let me take that. Mm. If I was the Wizards, I'd be like, what did I just do?
2: Devin. Bradley Beal and Rui for Mikel and Cam Johnson. Ooh. Your slashing cost Ooh. combined they make about $9 million. Those are two guys. Uh, Mikel Bridges he's very, very good defensively. Cam Johnson he can play some good defense. Those are two guys that you know what they really need? Minutes. Yeah. That's all I need. That's
1: a good trade. That's a tough trade. That's a good trade. Um I don't know who wins. Probably
2: short-term Phoenix, long-term Wizards. Yeah. I would say I would say for sure.
0: Because because then then you have two then you have a trade chip in Mikel Bridges, you have a trade
2: chip in Cam Johnson. If Kristaps Porzingis continues to play the way he did, you could have something there. Draft the a point guard. Corey Kispert
0: develops more. Denny EFD turns into the three and D player that I think he's going to be.
1: Boom, you're good. Yeah, and then you were looking at it from Phoenix's side of the ball, and it's but then who do they have play the three?
2: Beal. Okay. Just run. Just run a point two, Just run. A CP, three guard set. CP Devin, um, Brad, Crowder, Aiden. Okay, so just a three guard set. Yeah, why not? Okay. Although I think DeAndre Ayton's getting traded this year too. Probably. Yeah.
1: Probably. Um <clears throat> so yeah, Dallas beat the breaks off of uh the Suns yep. in the uh in game seven there. So they are currently in the Western Conference Finals against the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors currently have a one game lead. Uh they beat Dallas pretty pretty, pretty handily in game one. Um they held Luka and check game one though. Dallas Dallas is gonna bounce back this game. I think the majority of the the majority of series this year. I don't like how big your eyes just got. Um the majority of the series this year, if you've noticed, the home team pretty much waxes the visiting team game one. Then game two is either a pretty close game or the visiting team waxes the home team. The series is tied. So I uh I like Dallas here tonight. Um they had a really underwhelming Night shooting the basketball in game one. Dallas did. Uh, I think they had, they were like, what was it, like eight of 25 on open three pointers? I think you're right. Just a very underwhelming night shooting the ball. Yeah. I do not see them doing that again. uh Spencer Dinwiddie's been very, very hot and very good for them this year. Jalen Brunson is balling out of his damn mind. That's another guy I'm big
0: on, too. I love, uh, love Jalen Brunson. I'm, I'm a
1: big fan of Jalen Brunson. Dude's a point guard, plays like a power forward. I mean, he's just a... What was that face? Like, he plays with the aggressiveness of, like, a power forward. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, obviously, Luka Doncic is just an absolute unit at scoring the basketball. And can flip a switch when he needs to. Like, as soon as Devin Booker pissed him off when he took the ball away from him, and I believe it was game four or five. I don't remember which one it was. As soon as he pissed him off, you saw the series just flip. Yeah. Once, um...
0: Once Luca knew that, um, son of a bitch, John Daly's a plus eight. <laughs> Whoa! Um, but once, uh, once, once Luca knew that, um, you know, Devin Booker was gonna be like that, he knew. He's like, okay, well, <laughs> if you want to play a dumb game, guess what? You're gonna win a super prize. Yeah, he. I mean, he He just flipped the switch, and it was just. That was it. That was, yeah, that was key I in mean, the kingdom. I mean, yeah, Luca established himself, I think,
1: maybe as the most dominant player of the West. He may be. I think he's having, he might be having the best postseason of all players. And that's saying something because Jimmy Butler's having a really good postseason. So is Jason Tatum.
0: Yeah, and Giannis also was the first player in NBA history to have for 200, 200 points, 100 rebounds, and 50 assists in a postseason.
1: Yeah, that's insane.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, no, the, the face that I made. Um, do you know who Mito Pereira is? No. He is a golfer, I think from Chile. You know he's six hundred today. Whoa! He jumped uh, from seven to first. He's at minus minus eight. But that's not the impressive part. You know what the impressive part is? What's that? Our boy Bubba. Oh man, is. Also 600 today. (laughs) And he jumped from 56th
0: to 4th. Bubba. Bubba Watson. That was the face that I made because I was going to look at something. I forget what it was. And I saw that Mito Pereira is minus 8
2: on 16. Have a fucking day, Bubba. Bubba Watson's minus
1: 6 on 13. Oh, dude. He could fucking shoot minus 8. Yeah. You can go eight under today. Yeah, Bubba two, is two more on birds?
0: one. I gotta pull up what he's been doing so far.
1: Two more birds for
0: the boy. <sighs> Bubs could do it, man. Now you know what sport we don't talk about ever on this podcast: fencing, golf, <laughs> fencing too. <laughs> we never talk about fencing. We probably uh, never will. Also, I'm gonna go ahead and put this out there, just because I know we won't get we won't get uh,
2: we won't get demonetized for saying this. Let's go, Brandon. There it is. Re- that was something that
0: was funny. I didn't, know, I didn't know anything about that until I had to ask you and TJ both. Oh, yeah, that was funny. You really had no clue what. Genu- genuinely. Genuinely had no idea. I said the same thing to my grandmother because she, um, she follows all the uh, politics and stuff like that. Yeah. And I said it randomly when I was with her today. And she laughed. She's like, what does that mean? And I told her. She's like, oh, that's hysterical. <laughs>
1: I mean it is kind of funny. Oh, it
0: is funny. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it is funny. But it's like like everything we heard TJ say about Brandon this week when <laughs> when we were down there, it was
2: We heard him say a lot. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes, we did. Um So speaking of golf, uh and speaking of John Daly, um Yeah, we gotta throw this in there. Thank you, thank you, uh, thank you to my
0: cousin Tyler for sending this in a in a little group chat to us. Yes, because we were fanboying over John Daly
1: being what was he yesterday four over? Uh, I think when he ended. So yeah, Um, so John Daly had uh, the round of his life yesterday.
0: Um, John also behind Tiger Woods, John Daly might be the second most golfer in the world, second most
1: popular golfer in the world. You might be right. He's a national treasure. Uh, Yesterday's full eighteen holes. Uh, John Daly helped himself to 21 cigarettes, 12 Diet Cokes, 6 packs of peanut M&Ms, and not a single ounce of water. <laughs> Have a fucking day, buddy. <laughs> Have a fucking day, John. Go off, buddy. Live your life. Yeah, that is,
3: uh,
1: chef's wow, that, that, that is choice right there, man. Dude had more cigarettes than uh, Holes played. He, dude, he's in good shape. <laughs>
0: He is in good shape. He must have smoked one after he bogeyed one hole, and he's like, you know what? I just, got, I just need this one. 12-foot walk to the next fucking tee box. <laughs> John Daly is a treasure.
1: He is a treasure. Why'd you make me hit the 8-iron? I'm so mad right now. I could break every glove in this bag. Why don't you start, start by breaking par? Birdie, birdie, par, birdie. <laughs> I went birdie, birdie, par, birdie. made the cut.
0: God, he he he's a he's a treasure. You know what I? You know he has a thirty for thirty about him. No, but I kind of want to watch it now. Uh it's called Hit It Hard. Hit It Hard. Yeah, I've never seen it before, but I really want to watch it. Okay. Um, yeah. So there you go. There's a little taste of golf for you. You oh. know what? We're covering everything now. Find find us some news about
1: fencing. <laughs> I don't know if I can, <laughs> um, but we can talk about the NHL. Let's run it. Why, while you do that, I'm
0: going to find a, I'm going to find the official horse lineup for tomorrow, and we're picking horses for Preakness.
1: Woo! I'm in. <laughs> missed that. Um, so in the NHL, in the Atlantic Division, the number one seed Florida Panthers are taking on the number three seed Tampa Bay Lightning. Currently, that series is looking like the Tampa Bay Lightning are up two zero. On the Panthers, uh, they won Game One four to one, and Game Two uh, two to one. Their next game is uh, in Tampa on Sunday, so uh, we'll see if they can take a pretty pretty decent lead three zero there um, and close that out. Uh, Tampa going for the going for the threepeat be kind of impressive if they did. Um, whoever wins that series will play the winner of the Metropolitan Division. Um, currently, that that championship for the metropolitan is the carolina hurricanes versus the new york rangers um as of right now the hurricanes are up uh one nothing in that uh in that series they uh they won two to one in overtime and game two is actually tonight in about an hour and 20 minutes um and then working on uh on the west side of the uh of the country here we got the central division the number one seed colorado avalanche taking on the number three seed st louis blues uh currently let's see avalanche won game one and the blues won game two so that series is tied one One, to one okay um avalanche won three two in game one in overtime and then the blues won four to one in regulation obviously uh, and then in the Pacific Division, it is the number one seed, Calgary Flames, taking on the number two seed, Edmonton Oilers. The uh, <laughs> game one was a fucking barn Dude, burner. Dude, that
0: is going to be an entertaining series. I know the last two games, Edmont- Edmonton was actually down 3-2, and they actually ended up pulling it together. I, I can't remember who they beat, uh, but they pulled it together, and they actually, they actually
1: won the series. Uh... I'm going to say it was LA. I think it was the Kings. Yes, yes, it was. It was the Kings. Okay. Um Game one of Calgary versus Edmonton. Calgary won nine to six.
0: It was the high sc- highest scoring playoff games that the NHL has seen since, I think since the nineties.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was just an absolute barn burner. It was
0: crazy, the but those but those those last those last two games there in the first round for for um, Edmonton, um, Connor McDavid, front and center, showed why he's the best player in the world.
1: With a, with a hockey stick in his hand. Yeah, he's so good, man. I uh, I played a little bit of uh, NHL 2K or whatever the hell it is, however you whatever you say it is. Um, and all they would do was talk about Connor McDavid, Connor McDavid, Connor McDavid. And I'm like, who the hell is this guy? And then I actually sat down and I was watching an Edmonton game and I saw this dude handle the puck and I'm like, holy shit! He's the
0: closest thing we have to Wayne Gretzky. I was like good lord. It's not, it's that's not up for a debate. His I mean the way he the way he handles the stick, his shooting ability, his passing ability, the way he's, he's so damn
1: fast on the ice too. Yeah, everything's very quick and deliberate. Yes. Like he's a, he's, he's
0: doing it on purpose. He's a very very smart player. Like like Slam Dunk. He's the best player in hockey. And and everybody when when he got drafted to Edmonton, people were like give it 2 years. He'll be the best player in the league.
1: Well, clearly, he clearly was, it
0: worked. He was in MVP contention his rookie
1: year. I believe it. So I actually, it I the once you said the Kings, it clicked because I remember <laughs> that was the game that was on in the bar that I was watching while you were off with <laughs> Chica people. Chica.
3: <sighs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so I, I sat at the bar and I drank my Stella and I looked as un, unapproachable as possible. That was my game plan. It worked. No one approached me except for you. Yeah. I did I did get a high five from a girl. She was walking out and just like stuck her hand up and I just gave her one of these little meh. Meh whether she wanted it or not. Just like she like stuck her hand up, was like staring at me, so I like turned, like I saw her out of the corner of my eye, like turned and looked at her, I was like Shwam here, here, take this. Just leave us alone.
2: Here <laughs> take this, leave us
3: alone. Here's my hand.
0: Yeah. Meh.
2: Um, so,
0: yeah, hockey's heating up. We're getting there. It's almost Stanley Cup time. I'm very, very excited. Um, yeah, I'm a little disappointed that the Capitals ended up losing.
1: Yeah, it was a tough loss. That was
0: a little bittersweet. But then again, they gave the best team in the league, the Florida Panthers, gave them a run for their money. I, I, I called it and even said that a, that's a caps are a veteran team. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get. They're gonna be a tough out for anybody when you have that much experience on the ice.
1: Yeah, I think Florida. They just caught all the breaks that they could. Their goalie was playing very, very well. Their goalie caught a lot of breaks. Whether yep. it was like it just barely clipped his skate, it was off the bar, it was off the post, it was you know, it was just barely fucking missing. Tom mm-hmm. Wilson got hurt in game one. I mean, it, Florida caught a lot of different breaks. I'm not making excuses. They won the series. Good for fair and, them. Fair and square. Yeah, they they won the series. Fair and square, man. They, you know, they caught a lot of breaks, and now they're getting their breaks beat by Tampa Bay. But Tampa Bay is also the two-time defending champion. Yeah, I
0: mean, they're fucking... That, team, that team's an, that's another team that's fucking loaded. I can't tell you who I think is going to win the NHL, who's going to win the Stanley Cup. Not because I don't want to, I just genuinely couldn't tell you enough. Because I, 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 like, I don't get to watch a lot of hockey.
1: Yeah. Just, be, just because my, my job doesn't allow me to. I, uh, I genuinely think it's going to be the Lightning versus the Avalanche.
0: Okay. I don't know, And I think I, that's
1: going to be a really good series.
0: I mean, the Avalanche played like shit in game two also. That's a, I mean, that's another thing that we got to keep
1: in mind too not saying it's going to affect them the rest of the way but eh, it, everyone everyone going to have a bad game right absolutely we also saw them score seven goals in like the first period in the first round <sighs>
0: yeah that's a good point too that's a very good point so you never know i mean between um Ka- McCurr and Nathan McKinnon, they got two two guys who can lead them the whole like lead them the whole way goaltending is very very good so yeah they are a team
1: that can really that that can go the distance yeah so that's kind of my prediction on on who I think's okay. gonna end up in the Stanley Cup. Okay. Who wins that? I couldn't tell you. I
0: le- I I'd love to see Edmonton get back. Yeah, I'd love to see McDavid win it, win his first Stanley Cup. He deserves it. Yeah, oh yeah, he yeah he definitely does. And you know what? I honestly wouldn't mind seeing Florida win it. I had nothing against Florida. I genuinely don't. Only team I don't want to see win the Stanley Cup this year is the Rangers. Yeah, because they've ripped my heart out so many
1: times, to Caps fan. I would be I would be okay if. Coming out of the East, if the Hurricanes won it or if the Lightning won it, uh, don't like the Panthers. No, I'm just well, kidding. I, I have nothing against the Panthers. Um, I really just <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Verhage and Claude Giroux. <laughs> well, yeah, I wasn't a very big
0: Claude Giroux fan when he played in fucking Philly. So, um, I, so I get you. Not a huge
1: fan of those guys.
0: Well, I'll tell you, I have all nine horses sitting up. You want to hear the names Pick and your, pick your horse? Yes, I do. I already know it's when you're going to pick, too, so I'm just going to run them down. That's rad. So my, so my pick for the Derby, Simplification, he's running out of the one spot. Also, give me a little bit of credit here because Simplification came at fourth. Okay. I, I picked one to win. out of a 20-horse field. That ain't too bad. It's not bad. Uh, running out of the number two, it's Creative Mister Minister, I'm sorry, Creative Minister. Three, we have Fenwick. Out of the four slot, Secret Oath. Number five, early voting. Did you, look the, did you look up the horse names? Yes. Okay. Uh number six. <laughs>
2: number six, you have Happy Jack. Um seven, I want to say it's Arm Armagnac. Uh something
0: like that. Like Cognac. Yeah. Uh number eight is the horse that came in second place, Epicenter, and then the horse that I believe Holman's gonna pick, uh <laughs> Skippy Longstocking. <laughs> As soon as I saw that, I was like, this, this asshole has me picking. <laughs> I mean, how can you not pick Skippy Longstocking? <laughs> right. With that said, um, Epicenter came in uh, the show the Show position when uh, place. When place show. Yes, place. In, uh,
2: in normal people terms, Epicenter
0: came in second place to um, 80 to 1 horse. I can't remember your name, but anyway, sorry. Um, but he came in second place in the Derby. Could have won the
2: Derby. I think it would, I think it'll win the breakness. I think I'm gonna
1: take Secret Oath here. Okay. Out of the fourth slot. I kinda like that.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I mean, I mean I I kinda wanna roll on that horse simplification again.
1: Mm. Came in fourth place. Got some wheels.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, horse racing's so hard to predict. We saw it with the Derby.
1: Yeah, I mean, dude was a alternate that came in and raced out of the 21st slot or whatever the fuck it was. Or there, there's 20 horses. He was the 21st horse. They pulled number twenty. He got in there, fucking won, at eighty to one. At eighty to one. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think I'm going. Uh, Secret oath here. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. So I'm rolling. With. I, I, I like that. I, well, hey, we'll find. We'll find out tomorrow, man. We'll find out tomorrow. Running is. I don't know what time the running starts. I'm a little mad that we're not watching Moneybag Yo live right now,
0: dude. Dude, dude who was sitting behind us at the Orioles game. Said Moneybag was performing, and and you know that. So, the lineup tomorrow is actually pretty nice. It's Marshmallow, Frank Walker,
2: Moneybag, and the Chainsmokers. That's pretty lit. Yeah, that's pretty nice. But I'll tell you, tonight, that's where you want to be. Yeah? Follow me here. I'm going in order. D-Nice, featuring Darren Atwater. <laughs>
1: All I can think about is We'll Continue. Britney Spencer.
0: I'm going in order of worst of worst to best.
1: Yeah, it's starting from the opening act all the way to. The well, I don't. I don't
0: know if D-Nice is performing or not. Or I don't. I don't know when the hell D-Nice is performing. But it's probably from opening act all the way to the headline. Probably right. Um. Then you have uh, Miss Lauren Hill. Okay, so that's a good one. Uh, I think the second best performer of the night is going to be the Morgan State University Marching Band. Hey, shout out Morgan State! And then by far, I will. Ha- I will know how good this. Uh, this. Um, this show actually is because jessica is actually going tonight Yeah, she is i know who
1: it is megan the stallion Megan the stallion damn it only makes sense that she's at a horse racing like okay event. <laughs> everybody see the
0: tiktok of her laughing and just like, saying <laughs> with, with the with the horse winning over top of it
1: that's not even what i was talking about it's just her name's megan the stallion uh that too she's also built like a horse too she is built like a horse
0: she's got a fat ass man Yes, I'm just, dude. I'm, dude. Ain't nobody denying that. Call what it, call it what it is. I'm, I'm a straight shooter. I just call it like, I see it. There's cheeks back there. There, that, there definitely is. She does not skip a leg day. That is a healthy woman. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, big guy.
1: Okay, big guy. Dude, we
0: haven't been out this in two weeks. I know you missed this. Come oh, on. Oh man. We're not even done yet. We still got three more fucking sports to talk about.
1: Oh my gosh
0: Well, two, two with some laughing uh, moments. W- w- one, we're gonna do a speed lab. Well, Fifth, the next one, we'll do a speed run through. <laughs> okay. We'll just pick, we'll pick these games and we'll call it a day. Tom Brady's about to get paid three hundred fifty million dollars to go ahead and call games. Drew Brees is thinking about coming out of retirement. He ain't coming out of retirement. Boom. Hit those two topics.
1: Hold on. Tom Brady agreed to terms to broadcast games for Fox. And his partner has already been revealed. I do not remember who it Ooh, is. Did it get revealed? Yes. Um, I do not remember who his partner is.
0: Um, <sighs> not broken records, son of a bitch.
1: Fuck you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Broadcasting contract.
2: Let's see here. I think it was something McCartney,
3: McCall, something like that.
2: I could be way off base here. I was close. I said $350 million. It's actually 375 <laughs> God, Extra $25
0: million, What is he going to do without it? $37.5 million a year to call games. Golly, man.
2: To work for at least six, 17 weeks, 18 weeks. Um, let's see. He'll call the Super Bowl for Fox when they get it. Fox had a no-brainer for Buck and Kevin Burkhart. Burkhart. Okay, there it is. See, that was pretty off.
1: They were thinking about putting him Greg Olson. That would have been really, really good. I actually kind of wish that would have happened. Yeah,
0: me too. Um, so, yeah, speed run through that. So what we're actually going to do now is something something new that we're going to start doing here. There he is, Ziggy the Podcast Dog, making his weekly appearance. Ziggy. So one thing we're actually going to start doing here over the next few weeks here leading into the NFL season, we're going to go ahead and do our own pick of, who, of what games we think these teams are going to win. Um, just so everybody knows as well, I'm going to keep track of this. We're just not going to go ahead and willy-nilly say this. Just to eliminate the fact that we say, okay, well, Dallas is going to be Washington in week four. And then we come around and saying, well, I think Washington has a chance to beat Dallas in week four. <laughs> um, so the two teams are starting with this week. We're going to do two teams from from same same divisions, just different conferences every week, just to keep it consistent. This week, we're starting with Buffalo and we're going to start with Dallas. Um, so we'll go ahead and start with Buffalo. Uh, week one, they're on the road at the Rams. What you thinking here, buddy?
1: Ooh, uh, I I think this mom that might start zero and one.
0: Okay, I, w- I would agree. Uh, I think the Rams are going to have a pretty good season, and I don't think I don't think they're going to let down with winning their first game
1: of the year. This is I mean this is a coin flip of a game.
0: I agree. Um, I just think being at home, super, like celebrating the Super Bowl, I th- I think it's really going to benefit. Yeah, benefit Buffalo or not Buffalo the Rams. I'm sorry. Um, week two, they're at home against Tennessee. Uh, I think they get that one out. I would agree. Yep, I'd agree with that as well. Um, week three, they're on the road to Miami.
1: They win that one.
0: Okay. I'm color-coding this as well, so it's going to be nice and pretty. It's going to look like a Christmas tree.
3: Woo!
0: Um, Week four, they're on the road to Baltimore. Uh, I think this is a loss. I would I would agree as well. That's a little bit of bias coming from, from us, but I also think the Ravens are going to go 17-0. Uh, Pitt, <laughs> uh,
2: okay, so at home against Pittsburgh. They win second. Um week 6 they're on the road to Kansas City, win. Okay. Week 7 they're on a bye. Um
0: so it's going to be a little bit hard to lose that one. Um week number 8 they are uh at home against the Packers. Win. Okay. And j- j- just just to be clear, I'm agreeing with you as I go. If I, if I if I disagree, I'll I'll raise an objection, we'll debate it quickly. Okay. Um week number 9 they're on the road to the Jets. Win.
2: Okay. Uh, week ten, they're at home against Minnesota.
1: I think Minnesota might actually upset
2: them. Too. I agree. I gen I genuinely
1: they're do. due for one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey. It's 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 hard to win all all nine games at home. I think I don't know if they played nine or not. I haven't. I'm not counting. Um,
2: they followed up. Uh, they're still at home. Play Cleveland.
1: Deshaun Watson's back in this one. <sighs>
2: I personally think they pull it out. I think they win. Okay. Yeah. Uh, week number
0: twelve. Uh, they're at Detroit, so uh, we can go ahead and skip on to number two, New England. Um, they're at New England. To be fair, we think they're going to beat Detroit. I just want to put that out there.
1: Yes. Uh, do you... this is this
0: this is a tough one. I can see it going either way. I think they split New England. I just don't know if they lose in New England or if they lose at
1: home. I think they lose this one. Okay. Uh, we'll have them losing at New England. Beating the Jets. Beating the Jets. In week 14. They followed up against Miami. I think okay. they lose this one.
0: Okay, they'll lose to Miami. At I think home. they split one there. At
1: home to Miami. I think they, yeah, I think they split. Okay. Uh,
0: on the road to Chicago. They win. Okay. Then on the road to Cincinnati. They beat them. Okay. And then they're also at home against New England. They beat. They win. Okay. So you have them ending on a three-game winner. Yep. Okay. I would agree. All right, so we have them going um, one, two, three, four, five losses out of 17 games. It's 12-5. Seems reasonable to me. Not bad. I would agree. All right, we'll go ahead and skip over to Dallas now.
2: Um, they open up at home against Tampa Bay. Loss. Okay. Then they also followed up with a game against Cincinnati at home. Loss. Okay. Uh, on the road to the Giants. Loss. Okay. You agree?
0: I think, I think they end up splitting against the Giants, but I don't know if they go 0-2 or
1: 0-3. I think they're going to come out flat as... Fuck. Do you really? Oh, yeah. They lost Amari Cooper. They lost Cedric Wilson. I'm not 100% sure if Michael Gallup's going to be back in time. He's also coming off a torn ACL. They lost Randy Gregory. I think they beat the Giants.
2: I, 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 I personally think they beat the Giants. See, I think the Giants are a sneaky good team. Just
1: because you have two good draft picks doesn't make you a sneaky good team. No, it doesn't make them a sneaky look, good team. Look, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you this one. They win this one, but I think they split with the Giants. I agree. Because I think Tyrod Taylor is going to be the starter later in the season. Bingo. So I'll um, give you that one. They win this one.
0: At home against Washington.
1: <sighs> Washington's my pick to win the East. I'm going to change mine to Philly for winning the East, but they. Uh, mm, this is a coin toss. I'll let you, whichever, whatever you think. Here. I think they lose. Okay.
0: Uh, at home against the, uh, On the road to the Rams. Loss. On the road to Philly. Loss. Damn, we're just having Dallas go through it. Uh, okay, here's a cupcake. At home against Detroit. They win. <laughs> okay. Uh, at home against Chicago. They win. Okay.
2: Uh, on on a bye uh, at Green Bay. Loss. At Minnesota. Loss. Week prediction. If this holds true, Mike McCarthy gets fired in week 11. Week, t- week
0: 12, he gets fired. Ooh. At, uh, after the Minnesota game. Okay. At home against the Giants. So we have them losing that one, too. They're losing that one. Son of a bitch.
2: Um, at home against Indianapolis. I think they win that one. Okay. At home against Houston. Win that one. At home against Jacksonville. Or at Jacksonville, I'm sorry.
1: Loss. Man, I think Trevor Lawrence has got to torch him. Do you? Oh, yeah. Doug Peterson's about to car fucking that defense up. Okay. At home against Philly. They probably take this one. They probably split. Okay. On the
0: road to Tennessee? Loss. And on the road to Washington, they probably take this one. Okay. All right, let me tally it up real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten losses. Eight and ten. No, seven, seven and ten. That could be a hell of a lot worse. <laughs> I'm telling you. Genuinely, I think they could lose to Indianapolis. They could. They totally could. I think could. they could get swept by Philly. They could. I, think, I think Justin Fields is going to make a lot more progress on what people think. They could lose to Chicago. They could fucking lose to Detroit. They could lose to Detroit. They could lose every single game. Then again, at the same time, they could run the table.
1: They could not run the table. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is not an entirely hard schedule. No, it's not a hard schedule. But they're not going to run the table. They do oh, play true. the Rams.
2: That's true. Well, there we go. So, uh, so. we' don't oh, no painless.
0: Yeah, so we have um we have Buffalo going 12 and 5
2: and we have uh Dallas going 7 and 10. Okay. I th- start the power rankings. Buffalo, Dallas. Buffalo number 1,
1: Dallas, Dallas number, number 18, number two, number 2 at the moment. <laughs> eh, they're still number 18.
0: Rest of the list uh TBD. TBD in
1: the following weeks. In the following weeks. Yep. <laughs> Well, we made we ran through that one pretty quickly. We did. Now we just have two laughable moments, and one of them actually ties in to
2: the NFL. When we talk about Jordan Addison, we could... We at least got to talk about Jimbo and... Uh, oh, yeah, we got to
0: talk Nick about... Nick Saban it. going back and forth. Yeah. So Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher, they actually got into a little bit of a pissing match, and Deion Sanders got a little bit involved, too, because he was also mentioned. Yeah, Saban um, threw his name yeah, out there. Yeah, Saban threw his name out there. Nick Saban is pretty, Nick Saban pretty much came out and said because he was at, he was asked about recruiting rankings about how Jimbo Fisher went ahead what Jimbo Fisher's Aggies bested his Crimson Tide. Yep. In the rankings for this past season, he said, "Well, I walked into every single I walked into every single house that I uh, that I got my recruits from and I got them honestly. They bought every single
1: player with an with an NIL deal." So, uh I am sorry for any Alabama fans. Um so I was listening to Colin Cowherd actually talk about this earlier this week. Uh-huh. 'Cause I was a little uh I was a little blind to what was going on. So Nick Saban has a history of doing legal but scummy things. What he would do is he would uh he would gray shirt people and that would mean he would they would go and play for lesser schools, get better, get the experience, and and they then they transfer. And then come play for him. Yeah. Very legal. There was no rules that said you could not do it,
2: but it was scummy. So, here he is
1: calling out Jimbo for buying players with the new NIL deal rules and everything like that, which, if he is doing that, is not illegal, but it is scummy. So, you as Nick Saban cannot be hypocritical in this situation. Plus, you also decided that you wanted to throw names to it and make it personal. Right. So Jimbo, obviously, took it personal.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, si- since, since this whole pissing match went on, Saban has backtracked on what, on, on what he's saying. Um, not necessarily backtracked, but he's apologized for the way that he said it. I, I mean, I, I mean, I think
1: genuinely, he feels the way he does. I think, I think Nick Saban is a very deliberate person. Same with Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Nick Saban—they don't do anything on accident. No, it is all purposeful, and it was all meant to be done or meant to be said. I agree. Yeah, I,
0: I, I definitely agree. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty indifferent on how the whole NIL deal is going on with in college sports. Don't get me wrong; these kids—they definitely deserve to get paid if the school is going to use their likeness in order to benefit their institution. I have
1: nothing wrong with that. Just make sure they are properly compensated as well. So uh, like I said, I was listening to Colin Cowherd on this, and he's, you know, he's for it, but he thinks there needs to be some guardrails and some guidelines. I would agree. And I agree with him. And he actually had a really, really good idea that I think should actually go into, into uh, effect. And okay. once, once he said it, it made perfect sense. Okay. The, NI, the NIL deals should be to reward college athletes for their name, image, and likeness. Hence, NIL, not by high school players. So you are not eligible for an NIL deal until your sophomore year.
2: That's not a bad one. It's really not. I don't think that's a bad idea at all. No, because because then it, I mean, perfect example. Tate Martell. Let's take let's take him and let's take better. Make it a little bit more current. Spencer, Spencer Rattler,
0: Spencer Spencer Rattler. If nil deals were a thing when when he first stepped on campus at Norman, dude, he would have gotten everything under the sun. Oh yeah, because people because people thought he was going to be slam dunk number one pick, like best quarterback we've seen. Go to go to Oklahoma. He'd he have been he would
1: have had the keys to the state of Oklahoma. Dude, he 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 would have been a
2: very very rich individual. Hindsight, he flopped. Absolutely flopped. It. Could be the could be the scenario
0: he was put in. He may not have liked the offense. Whatever the case may be,
3: yeah.
2: Maybe he's not ready for big time college football. I don't know. But all these companies would have been like, "Well, fuck." Yeah. Well, fuck. Now we're
0: stuck with this guy. Yep. We can't just cut his contract mm-hmm. because then nobody else will sign with us. Yep. Now, now with players like um, what the hell is the guy's name? The back running back from Texas, John Robinson. You knew he just signed a Lamborghini. Oh my God! He got an nil deal with a Lamborghini dealership in Austin. Wow! But then again, at the same time, he's going to be the first running back drafted this coming in this upcoming draft. More than likely, he he is a Heisman Trophy candidate.
1: I heard a comparison last year in the Red River Red River Rivalry. That's so hard to say. Yeah. I fuck it up every time. Um, in the Triple R, yeah, they uh, they said he's the next coming of Reggie Bush oof
0: that, I, I don't know that's a go. huge comparison it is but then again at the same time reggie bush was only good in college you're not wrong i think i think he's going to be more successful in the nfl than reggie bush will i agree that's not a slight to reggie bush either he had his time with kim kardashian he's doing pretty good for himself wow <laughs> hey look i just call i just call it like i see it man, man i'm what it I'm is i'm just calling it like I, mean, I see it so did ray J. Hey, so did Kanye West, and so is Pete Davidson. She's just hitting. She's just hitting every fucking checkbox. Just she started at Reggie Bush, got her an athlete. Then went to then went to Chris Humphries, got her a little bit less of an athlete. Got her a little less of an athlete. Switched to Kanye West, good rapper, bad mental problems. Now she's with Pete Davidson, who I don't even know if he knows what the fuck he is. So hey, power to her. Let's get a. Can I get R two D two for uh for Kim Kardashian? That's all I needed. That's all you needed. But, you know, the the whole waiting until a sophomore year thing, there's good things and there's bad things that go along with it. Because if you're... Take um, Chet. Yep. Take Chet Holmgren, for example. One and done. He was a one and done player. Of course, it's a little bit different in basketball than it is in
2: football. Because basketball, you can play for one year and then stop. Mm-hmm. Alternative to that, sign with Ignite. Sign with the G League Ignite.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's what Jalen Green did last year. It worked out. Another cat did it too. I forget his name. But they had two players drafted from the G League at night last year. I think they're about to have another two this year. Maybe. Not as high up as last year, but they're about to have more players. So, so there is ways around it mm-hmm. in order to kind of be- level the playing field a little bit. Um, but, of course, basketball and football, they're really your two big money makers at schools. Yes. I mean, you don't really hear a whole lot about college athletes unless they're this dominant player. Like, did you know that in in women's softball, the wins leader, ERA leader, and
2: strikeouts leader all play at UMBC? Really? It's one pitcher. Huh. Didn't know that. Yeah. We're, what, 30 minutes off the road? Yeah. UMBC isn't even one of the 16 best schools in the nation. (sighs) Yeah. So, I mean,
0: your big-time moneymakers and your big-time athletes... Aren't those ba- basketball and football players? That's not a slight to anybody, anybody that plays any other sport. No, you're a collegiate athlete. Shout out to you. Yeah, you're doing a hell of a lot better than I am. I'm sitting here talking about collegiate sports, and you're playing it. Yeah. Okay, so so, 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 don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that the only people that should be getting it is football players and basketball players, but, mm, excuse me. Um, but, it, it, I mean, it does level the playing field a little bit more. Maybe also you say, okay, well, as colleges, we're willing to work with X, Y, and Z company. Mm-hmm. Help out all the players. That might be another thing, too. That will also level the playing field a little bit. Give them a little bit of a base. Have them feeling better about their production. Mm -hmm. I don't know. My idea is a little bit more far-fetched than Colin Coward's is. Maybe you put a cap on it. That would be so hard to do. Freshman year. Freshman year only. Cap on it. That way, basketball players can still make something. But then again, at the same time, you would also have to cap how much the... uh, Because then they would... Then all the players would turn right around and say, "Okay,
2: well, there's a cap on how much money they can make on me." I don't think so. You could make the argument for it. You could,
0: but I the, mean, there, there there will there will be one athlete who will say, "Okay, well, if I can only make X amount of money off of what I do on the court, then the school I play for can only make how much? can only make X amount of money for
2: how much for for what I do on the court for them." There's no way to regulate that, though. There's, dude, there, there have been recruiting
0: violations in college football and college basketball for years. Trust me. These other companies, they would find a way in order to pay players under the table. Nobody knows about it. Oh, yeah. It's, it, look, that's college athletics for you. That's it, all it is. It's a very
1: scummy thing to non-profit organization making profit off of people who they are not allowed to pay for their,
2: uh, for their time, but also governing. Right. It's like, like college sports
1: is more corrupt than any other country in the world. I need you guys to just go watch the like final few episodes of Blue Mountain State. Right. Mor- Moran explains it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, college athletics is a
2: very, very dicey situation. Very dicey. Yeah. Scummy.
0: Like, like if you get involved with one wrong person and somebody finds out about it, trust me, that school is on probation for years. Getting blackballed. Oh, big time. No bowl games. Nothing. No March Madness. Dude, like, SMU had their entire program shut down for three years because of things they did. Yeah. They, dude, they, they were winning national championships. Because, of course, they got Eric Dickerson and all these other players. They still haven't recovered. Think about that. Yeah, like it's, it's 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 very dicey. If you if you I think if you try putting a cap on it now, it's it's real tough. They got to figure out something. Yeah, I mean, there's really I mean, I mean I mean dude, that's how Jordan Addison just got to USC. He got bought by NIL deals. Yep, that that's not how they're gonna. Of course, that's not how they're gonna phrase it. Dude wants to go. Give, dude wants Caleb Williams to throw him the ball. He wants to play with Lincoln Riley in a wide open offense, in sunny California. Yeah, I don't blame him. I I would do it on no NIL deals. Yep. All the opportunity in the world is in USC. You play in Pittsburgh, you're playing in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh just doesn't even sound like it's an appealing city to
1: play in. There's two guys in the NFL that I know of from Pittsburgh. One just got drafted, one's a Hall of Famer. Yep. Oh, Aaron Donald, too. (laughs) I forgot about him. Who's the other one, then? Kenny Pickett. Yeah, Kenny Pickett and Aaron Donald were my two.
2: Oh, Larry Fitzgerald. I feel like he's retired.
1: Well, well, we're going. He's, to. Go,
2: he's going to be all of famer.
1: Yeah. Regardless.
0: So we got we got we got two more funny things. Uh, the New York Giants sent uh, sent DMs to all of the opponents that they end up playing this year. I can't tell you what they said because I forgot to look it up. Way to go! But they were pretty funny. Some like some of the some of the ones that I saw were pretty funny. I think like they sent they sent like a DM to the Washington Commanders and they said, "Hey, if you change your name one more fucking time when you're playing, you, jeez, like like get your shit in order." <laughs> It was it was like something along those lines. That's actually really funny. Yeah, like like, like, some, like some of them were good. Of course, of course, I'm paraphrasing. They're not allowed to say the f bomb to another team. They are. Well, they are, but they just probably get in a lot of trouble for it. Who cares? Who fucking cares? Um, but this one is probably the funniest thing that uh, funniest of them all. Of course, the sound got removed from the TikTok, which sucks. But
1: yeah, so I was scrolling through TikTok, and uh, they were live on set of uh, NBA on TNT. So, uh, it's Kenny, Ernie, um, Shaq, and Charles Barkley. Yep. And uh, the fans... Shaq Shaq and Chucky. Shaq and Chucky. The fans were yelling at Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley turned around during a commercial break and said, Y'all better leave me alone before I fuck your mama.
0: In, like, the most Charles Barkley way.
1: (laughs) I can't can't imitate his voice. Well, right. But that is just... That, like...
0: Could you imagine somebody turns around? That's like Tyler the creator, like yelling out the window of somebody like yelling at him. And he said, Your girlfriend looks like my mom. Like, what do you say to that? Yeah, you don't say
2: anything. You just shut up. You just shut up. She's like, All right, you won. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you win. You win. Yeah. You're a wild bastard. I love Charles Barkley, man. He's a wild bastard. Terrible. Just terrible. That's terrible. Just terrible.
1: Who? That was a doozy. Back in the lab, hour and a half in. That was only an hour and a half? Yeah. Oh, dude, we could have talked about so much more. We really could have. When well, you decided you wanted to piss through
0: the NFL. Well, I really didn't think we had to talk about a whole lot with that.
1: No, we really didn't.
3: Yeah, so.
0: But uh, let's see what's going on. Oh,
2: what? oh, there's another leader in the clubhouse. Pulled them up now. Come on. It's not. It's not Justin Thomas. It's not. Uh it's Will
0: Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris. Yeah, that's a guy. Will Zalatoris is currently in first place at the PGA. PGA championship in Tulsa, Oklahoma, at minus nine. He's only on hole 17, too. Yes. He's through a whole 17. So good for him. Bubba is um still minus six on the day.
2: Uh, Mito Pereira is still minus six on the day he's done, so okay. So, there we go. There's the live look at the golf. So, uh, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Don't,
0: uh, don't don't think we're gonna be talking about it much. <laughs> uh,
1: Poppy, it was good to be back in the lab with you, big dog. Oh, this was a lot of fun, of course, you know. I, you Here. know, love doing this every Friday wish we could do it more often like twice a week that'd be a lot of fun
0: yeah i mean i mean don't get me wrong we could probably figure it out but i, I mean it'd be tough it'd be because uh, our schedules are just so are so darn different it'd be it'd be very it'd, it'd be difficult to figure out
1: yeah doing it twice a week would be so much fun
0: yeah it would oh it, it, would, it would it would definitely be a lot of fun who knows maybe i'll uh maybe i'll maybe i'll switch up my situation with my job going on and uh
1: maybe we can figure it out who knows who knows? Well, uh, we'll, that's a that's a topic for off the mics. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, yeah, no, it definitely is. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna be out at uh, we're gonna be out of Guinness tomorrow. Yes, that'll, sir. That'll be fun. Um, I gotta keep your turkey leg ass in check, dude. Someone's got, dude. Uh, so I so so your boy's going on a date tomorrow night. Very very excited for it. Um, someone's gotta keep me in fucking check, man. I can't show up to this
2: date sloshed you can you're choosing not to let me ask you this would you have showed up to your first date with your girlfriend now drunk off your ass hindsight's 2020 she probably
0: would have laughed at you back then she probably would have laughed at it back then and everything still would be would have been okay maybe not i don't know i don't know about showing up drunk to a damn date anyway would you have shown up to a date with your girlfriend now drunk
1: no, because that means I was drinking and driving, and I do not condone that.
0: Ah, smart man. See, that's another thing. I got to drive to a date. Come on.
1: You pay another $130 in Ubers. Oh, you can go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> that is not happening. I'm about to delete the Uber app off my phone until I need it again.
1: <laughs> uh, but no, I would, not, uh, I would not show up to a date drunk, because that, right. means, that means I was drinking and driving.
0: Right, exactly. Drinking and driving is not a good thing. Doesn't matter. If she, it shits and giggles, she picks you up at your house. And you're you're four shades of the wind,
2: dude. If she still if she watches you stumble out of your house drunk, she's driving away. No, I know your girlfriend. She'd probably get out of she'd probably get out of the car and help you. Probably, she'd be like, "Oh my god, what in the world happened to
0: you?" <laughs> Did you
1: sneeze? Yeah, <laughs> I'm Oh, jeez. You had an opportunity today. You could have done it. Dude, I, I decided to just get the Baconator fries. Dude, I ate... It, they gave I gave you fucking three whole fries and one bacon bit.
0: Well, you know what? That's what you get. Uh, yeah. You play, dumb, you play dumb games, you win super prizes. That's what I get for eating Chick-fil-A earlier in the day and then getting Baconator fries. Yeah. But you know what? Your boy's good. I'm still a little sunburnt, but, I, you know, I'm okay. Drink water. That was not, I, th- I think that was the thing that really did me in yesterday. I think I had maybe like five ounces of water all day, like I made like like the donuts that I
2: ate from the pantry of Andrew and Chris's house probably weighed more than the amount of ounces I had in the water.
1: Yeah, and we definitely eclipsed the hundred fluid ounces of beer mark yesterday. Oh,
0: dude, me and Tyler did for sure. We had two beers over twenty six ounces a piece alone.
1: I for sure did.
0: Did you get you didn't you didn't get a second one, did you? So I had the, me and Ty, me and Tyler. Tyler had a big Bud Light, and I had a I had like the extra tall boy. He had an extra tall boy of Bud Light. I had the extra tall boy of Michelob
1: So we had the two outside. <sighs> yep, that was, was two sixteen ounces. What's that? Thirty two. Thirty two. Yep. Plus the big boy when we first got in there, which was another twenty six. So now you're up to sixty.
0: No. Yeah. Fifty eight. 32 and 26, yeah. 58, I'm sorry. And then... I had a second one, so I don't want another 26. That puts me up
2: to this 82? 82, plus the Bud Light. Plus the last Bud Light, which was... 16? You're at 98. (laughs) And then I was... And the Natty.
1: And the road soda. Oh, yeah, we did have the road sodas. Yeah. So you did. I
0: definitely. Me and Tyler did for sure. I was just shy of it. Yeah. You can You came up a few ticks short. Which is fine. That yeah, it's okay. We, we, you made the right decision. Yeah, I was good. I was the one who wanted an extra beer. <laughs> it is what it is, man. That's a that's a, that's a that's something that me and Tyler try to do every year. We try to get try to catch a day game for the Orioles. Look, I don't know how many people have you how many of you have gone to an Orioles day game in the middle of the week. But that's those day games. Those are for two people, two types of people, and two types of people only. Kids on school, kids on school field trips, and adults playing hooky from work. Just get
1: trash in the middle of the week for no damn reason. Also, do not sit in center field if during you a day do, game. If
0: you do wear like a parka, God, suns brutal. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was really brutal yesterday. And see, the worst part is, is I didn't think it would be that hot yesterday. Because it was so cool in the morning. It got toasty, man. It really did. It got up to like 82 by the time the game ended. Also, it was a four-hour baseball game. And it didn't go to extras. That didn't go to extras. Baseball games are designed to be faster now. Yes. And we still sat there for four hours. That was another thing. The game didn't suck. We actually had to stay and watch the whole fucking thing. It was a
1: good fucking game. (laughs) Right golly man
0: that's enough of a little rant i'll be good and get out of here man i'm good and i gotta drink a little bit more water and start preparing my ass for the gym
1: there you go yeah let's uh let's go ahead and get on out of here and uh we'll be back at it next week yes sir next week we'll see you then see you guys see ya.